What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We in this bitch talking Tommy Fury versus Jake Paul recap. And before we hop into this episode, as always, go down, like, and subscribe. Comment your thoughts on this fight. Comment your thoughts on Jake Paul, Tommy Fury, the whole shebang, or even the cruiserweight title now going to Badu Jack. Everything, comment down below. These are your hosts. I'm Paul Pickle Wyndham Concha. I got my drink poured up. And who's with me? Going on, boys. It's your boy, Prime Tom Marcus Henry, man. You know what it is. Hey. We was let down, man. Man, boxing's lord and savior let us down, bro. The GOAT, the Ali Jr. Now I'm playing. <laughs> nah, but I was coming in wild on the – I was live with Romeo Mac, and I was just, like, in the comments. Like, before I hopped on live, I was in the comments, and I was like, oh, the the the, the boxing's lord and savior fights tonight. And then uh, his stream, he couldn't find a stream for nothing. And uh, he was just like, bro, like, it's just fucking Jake Paul and Tommy Fury. Like, why is this harder to watch? Like, why is my shit buffering and not loading for these two motherfuckers? But every, I, every fight, perfect. I heard, uh, well, it could be Cap, though, but from Jake Paul, he said that they did good numbers on the pay-per-view buys. They I don't know about... did, bro. I'm not capping. Like, the way that this fight was talked about on all these different platforms and looked upon and, like, this was his first non-UFC fighter. Like, people really were tuning in to watch him get knocked out. Because I feel yes, like man. even the older fights, like, people weren't watching. Because after he beat Woodley, because Woodley, the first one, did decent numbers. And then the Silva, other Woodley, they didn't do that good of numbers. And I believe it's because people were, like, tired of the gimmick. I was like, okay, you're fighting retired UFC fighters. Like, you're, you'll beat them. Okay, we don't care no more. But this one, right. people were tuning in, right? And you got the UK people backing them. And then, you know, you always got the Paul brothers and their family. The UK people come beat, too, so. The Saudis were lit, bro. Them boys were over there. Mike Tyson was in the pitch, bro. No, nah, bro, that's another thing I was going to uh, point out. I was watching this shit, and I'm like, yo, the stars are popping out. I think Cristiano Ronaldo was there. Mike, um, Devin Haney. Mike Tyson, Deontay Wilder, Devin Haney. Um, Sean Porter Sean was fucking, uh, <laughs> talking, right? Yeah, he was fucking talking the fight. Uh, there's all types of people. I'm like, yo, this is a good crowd for a Was Fulton there? YouTuber. I'm not sure if Fulton was there. There was another, uh, like, a black boxer that's a champion that was there. I can't remember who it was, though. I, I can't remember, but I do remember those guys, and that's exactly my first thought was, like, Yo, this is actually a, I don't want to say a big, big fight field. That's kind of sad to say because that just shows where the sport of boxing is with big fights, real big fights. I don't know, bro. I think I'll give it the big fight feel, bro. That shit. It did give you that big, that's what I'm saying. It did give you that. I'm just saying that's kind of disrespectful, but you know what I'm saying, though. That that did give me a big fight. Like, the shit was talked about. I was hyped for it. Um, I mean, you got to respect where those two levels are at. Like, they're both still novice pro boxers, but I think that, that was a great fight for their level, like, the way they showed. I'm, I'm with me. I was kind of disappointed in Jake in certain, certain things. But, I mean, he still looked good in certain t- moments and stuff, but I got to give Tommy his flowers, man. Got to give Tommy his flowers. Tommy looked good, bro. Oh, joining us now. 
That man himself, Lil K Cab, Lil K. I, I had to swipe over to see him. I didn't even know he joined. What's going on, bitch? Oh, hold on, hold on. Before, before, before we, I'm going to ask you, Kev. Did you watch the Fury Paul? I was watching it on my phone. Okay, okay. Me and Marcus was just talking about this, so I, I don't know if you heard this, so you don't know our answer to it yet. But did this fight give you like a big fight feel? No. Ah, damn! You, you you went against us. We're both. That's why I said the flat the, line. The stars no. are out there. The some not me. Some people I know was trying to stream this fight, and the streams weren't working because of how many people were trying to watch this fight. Like it was just like Devin Haney, Mike Tyson, Sean Porter. Um, who else was there? Mark, you named somebody else. Uh, Deontay Wilder. Was Deontay there. Wilder. Like they had stars. The gold. They had, they had people there. there right? I was like, and like. I trying to watch it. I it was to me Cristiano it was I feel because I didn't oh Cristiano Ronaldo. I just didn't know who would win. Like I was literally sitting here like, oh, all that shit y'all was talking is out the window. I can't wait for this fight to start. Oh, I can't wait for this fight to start. I will say I think it was because it was at four o'clock. So like for me, it was like, okay, this is just the middle of the day. Oh, but you I do much. Yeah, I was like, I was literally out, out and about, still knocking out photo shoots and shit like that. Like I was watching it on my phone, oh my so that's God. why I think Mike Tyson was there. But I didn't see, I didn't see Cristiano Ronaldo and all the boys. But it's Saudi Arabia. Like them boys don't play when they pull up. That's why the big bucks over there. there. Tyson Fury was there, but of course, knew that. My my biggest thing from this fight. Well, first off, what's up, Marcus? Man, how you living, bitch? What's going on, Chad? Man, I was just about to so, say, man, it's been a minute. I be trying to pull up to the boxing episodes. You know, they can be busier than the motherfucker. I had to show up for this one, man. But I enjoyed the fight. Every part I see. But I follow what you do. To go back to what you said about the streams, that shit is facts. Because I was watching. That's why I said I was watching this on my phone. Because I watched the fight. I watched a lot of the fight. But there was many times where I had to refresh i had to go back i had to play the bitch off like if i wasn't a master streamer it would have been a problem but that, that shit was harder to watch than a pay-per-view for ufc harder to watch oh. than see these big fights that have been coming up the past few months like bro. without a doubt like you have to go to like i'm not going you can't say too much but like i have to really like maneuver like back and you found, forth you found, me, me and romeo max started a thing we, we started calling them we're trying to find some good seats yeah, find was, some, we found some good seats eventually you know, but crazy. I enjoyed I the fight. Problem. I was definitely yeah. running that bitch rooting for um Jake Paul. But when Tommy Fury came out with the comb- combinations, doing his thing, making shit look it, making shit look interesting. Even when Jake Paul dropped him, like it wasn't no sense in like, oh dang, maybe this round isn't his. Like, nah, he was still he got he did a he did a top he did a he did a he pulled one out of um Tyson Fury's book. He said, yo, I'm still coming. I'm still coming, even though you dropped my big ass. Like, fuck it. But I think it was a good fight. My question to y'all boys, do you think they should do the rematch immediately? Or would you, like, if you're Jake Ball shoes, would you go fight a KSI, fight a Nick Diaz, fight some more fun fights, then fight the boxers again? I'll let Mark answer. Oh, turn, turn, turn. Get, get a little closer to the mic. You're a little quiet. While, while he's fixing to answer. Oh, there you go. There you go. Okay, okay. To answer the question first, I'll say go into the rematch off rip. I think you got to. You got to revenge that. I mean, it might not be the biggest thing yet, but I think I don't even want him to really fight KSI, even though the money's there, bro. Like, I get that. Like, that shit's going to do numbers. I already know that. But KSI is also not a boxer. I think he's more or less of a non-boxer than what people try to clown Jake Paul about. 
KSI is like fighting like three dudes in one night, like like some weird shit over there. So fuck all that. I don't even want to see him fight KSI for real. But I know he probably will because the cast. But I want to see him fight Tommy again because Tommy put a boxing class on his ass and had that jab in his face all fucking night. Listen to Big John in the corner and Big T on the side. And like, bro, Jit was just giving him a classic boxing lesson. And like, I felt like that was good for Paul, though, because he got to see what it really feels like to like be in there with like, I know he's been in there with like sparring sessions and shit or whatever, but to be in there with a real boxer, bro, that shit is good. I want to see it in the beginning. I want to see if he can improve and show what he did wrong from this fight in the rematch. Cause there's a couple things that I pointed out like that he needs to work on, like footwork. No Jit jab. Kinda, he can't he needs up the overhand right. Like, you got a mean left hook, but no matter what people want to talk shit, Jake Paul can crack with that left hook and that over right hand, but he just can't set it up. He wasn't setting it up with jab. He does have a nice jab, but he was only throwing one at a time. You got to double it up, change your angle, set oh, it up, me. boom, then you throw that right hand. My big issue is mean, he didn't throw any feints. It should have been, and it was all overhand rights. Like at, at, after round four, he was just loading up for over. Like it looked like he was looking for a knockout. Like he he was like, right. he already lost on the scorecard. He was like, the only thing I can do is knock this guy out. And the crazy part is, he didn't get the knockdown with the overhand right. He got a knockdown with a double left hand jab. Like <laughs> like if you would have stuck with that, you would have. That jab was clean. Like and then his other good shot I liked was he hit a left hook body hook combo. Right. That was the t- I was like, bro, you have the combos, you but you're loading up with his overhand right and you're loading up with his heavy left hook. You're not doing nothing else. And Tommy Fury was taking advantage of that. I was like, okay, well, he's he's too slow for me. If he's gonna keep loading up, I'll just keep throwing his little jabs in his face, tagging him, tagging him, tag from the end. Back one real quick. They said the reach of this fight, Jake Paul had 76 inches and Tommy Fury had 74 inches. Saying that uh Tommy Fury uh, have you seen Tommy Fury's build? Like, his arm is Volkanovsky style. His arm, like he sits down, his arms is under his knees, bro. Like, his fucking... looks like a gorilla. So, his reach was, like, 80 or 81 in his previous fight. So, who the fuck was out here reaching people? Like, who the fuck was setting up the measurements? Because that shit was god-awful. But the answer... Nah, Tommy had his jab all in Jake's face, the whole and shit. And the original question, though, I came into this fight telling myself, even if he loses the Fury... You should go set up the Nate Diaz double fight. Oh, I fight him one in the boxing and one in the octagon. And then go do the KSI. But after this fight, I think you got to capitalize on the buzz. Like, it's, it's like the buzz is there right now with these two fighters. And the other thing is, I, as I was talking to Marcus before you joined, was a lot of people, his the, the second Woodley and the Silva fight didn't do great numbers. The Fury-Paul fight did pretty good numbers. And my my reason why I think that is is because people are tired of the gimmick of you beating old UFC fighters. People were ready to tune in to see you actually fight a fight that's 50-50. So that's why I don't like the idea of the KSI or Nate Diaz anymore. It's because I think he beats both of them in the in, in the um in the ring. I don't know about the octagon with Nate Diaz, but you do also have like 40 pounds on Nate Diaz. So this is like I'm tired of you fighting people that you're weight bullying, older than, not in their prime, not this sport. This was an entertaining fight to me. Do this some more often. I might tune in. Like, this might, as bad as it sounds, we never see two prospects fight each other in boxing. I'm not saying Jake Paul's a prospect, but what I'm saying is Tommy Fury was probably going to fight another 10 people that would have been shit 
and we would have never seen Tommy Fury actually tested. But at least with this, we saw him get somewhat tested in a fight. And I just feel like if if they, if they start doing numbers with these close 50-50 fights with like novice boxers and YouTubers and stuff, it might force boxing to be like, fuck it. I'm tired of my prospect fighting YouTubers. Let's set up actual 50-50 prospect fights then. Facts, yeah, that's how I that's how I would see it. I want to see Jack keep fighting low level prospects, bro. I respect it. I didn't look at it in that way, but me personally, I guess I'm just against y'all boys. Me personally, I don't think you should go fight Tommy Fury, but because I feel like that's the fight. The fight. The reason why that fight was such a good deal is because of the hundred times that we thought this fight was gonna happen. Then this bullshit went down. Then this bull. So they made us wait for it a little bit. We had to eat it a little bit, right? So my biggest thing is I think he fights Tommy Fury again, rematches him, and he can he can create a game plan to beat this motherfucker. Like there's nothing I don't I didn't see I seen Tommy Fury look good. He had a lot of fundamentals, but at the end of the day, I really feel like if Jake Paul has a great team behind him, he can set up they can make a game plan to beat Tommy Fury. Do you all he made, but he made 30 million in this fight. I think he should go out and then do some of the fun fights do some of the stuff that kind of made his like his brand and everything like that because he has to figure out a new way to come because people are t- i think the re- number one reason why people tune in is because they it, they love to hate him he's a guy you hate you love to hate you feel me like the same way people tuned in every week to watch floyd lose that's why they was watching um that's why they came in to watch jake paul but after losing now you don't really have that same so i i would think of him to find an identity that's going to be long term instead of just being like the annoying kid that talks the most shit and dresses like he's this or like, I think he can, I think his gimmick is going to like transform. And I think that's how he jumps levels and keeps making 30 million a fight. Do you think that the Jake Paul, he said after the fight that he he got sick and he had a trouble with uh, a whole bunch of things because he was sick and all this. How much weight do y'all actually hold to that? If you ain't say it before the fight happened, it don't count. Mark, yeah, yeah, I believe that too. If he ain't, he wasn't really talking about it. He was gassing up the fight like regularly. So I'm gonna knock him out. Oh, that's not he. At one point in the face-off, Tommy Fury was like, "Yeah, if he beats me, I'll give up the idea that I'm a contender. I'll give up the idea that I'm a boxer." And then when Jake Paul was asked the same question, "Well, if Tommy beats you, will you accept the fact that you're just a celebrity that boxes?" And Jake Paul initially was like, "I can't answer that question because I'm gonna knock him out." I know why you said that is because of the fact that like. You can't risk all the millions. Like, if you weren't willing to almost cancel this shit for that, then, like, you can't, you're not going, you, you, boo-hoo, nigga, violent, like, boo-hoo. But also, one bad thing, though, if he did say that, though, before the fight, I think that would also be used, like, like, as, like, a benefit in Tommy's side, or at least Tommy's camp. They could use that, but either way, he's probably bullshitting just to make it sound sweet. No, I did. Me personally, I'm gonna go with what I've seen. I seen that you had a good fight. You looked, you looked decent. You kept it. You kept. I seen it. Jake Paul getting stuffed up by a jab all night. It is a difference because it really showed like this person's been boxing for his life versus someone who picked up boxing and like we saw Wilder do it, but Wilder also had like cr- crazy power in his hands where like he could make up for it. Whereas Jake Paul is like, yeah, he's an athlete. My biggest issue with Jake Paul is he just doesn't look fast enough. Like, he doesn't look like he has the speed to be able to connect in combination. So that's why I think he's at the level he's at, and I think he'll forever be at because he's the, the way he's built, and he hasn't 
boxed his whole like his body's not built to box. He did fucking wrestling as a jit. Like his body's built for wrestling, and now he's trying to box. Yeah. And your hands aren't fast enough to keep up with people that's been training on speed bags ever since they could fucking walk. So that's why I think he's at a level where he'll look good against novices and maybe have some more novice fights. And maybe this is what the cruiserweight division needs because the cruiserweight division is a fucking joke. Like, to tell you how big of a joke it was, the WBC, which is what everyone regards as the best boxing, like that's the big boxing federation, WBC. The WBC cruiserweight title was the co-main event to Jake Paul and Tommy Fury. So that's how big of a joke this w- the cruiserweight division is. So, like... I think he could come into boxing and maybe just fight amateurs and stuff. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. But the cruiserweight needs something, and maybe it is Jake Paul. That's my whole thing on it. I think everything Jake Paul is doing uh, is to the benefit of boxing. I will say that. Because I like that she brought up he was a wrestler. Because a lot of people don't know exactly what that means. He was a state. Like, I don't know if they won states, him and them, Logan and them. But I know they were like state qualifiers in Ohio, though. Like, in and Florida, Logan went to college for it. Logan's really a wrestler, wrestler. Nah, they're both pretty. They're both pretty fucking good. But you gotta understand what Ohio is like. In <laughs> Ohio, Texas, Ohio, Oklahoma, Illinois. These are places that are they eat, sleep, breathe wrestling. The same way Florida, California, and Texas eat, sleep, breathe football. Like you gonna you gonna wrestle out there, in the motherfucker. So to be at the state caliber that in those states is fine. So he's an athlete for sure. And he's a grinder. But my question is, let's say he gets the rematch with Tommy Fury. We don't care when he does it. He can do a next fight or three fights from now. If he loses, is his career as a is this career? Do you drop the gimmick? Is this no longer a cool thing to do? Is I don't know. So I think Tommy made it. Tommy said something in the face off that kind of stuck with me was. He can lose. They're like, is it over for Jake Paul if he loses to? He's like, no. It's not over for Jake Paul. Like, you will lose to a boxer, but you can still go on and do your Nate Diaz's, your Conor McGregor's, your KSI's. Those are still options because you know why? They're not boxers. So you can still do all these fun super fights, but at the end of the day, you're not a boxer. And when you come to boxing, you got to understand that, like, it's a different level. So I do think he continued the gimmick, especially with these other guys like Conor McGregor, Nate Diaz, and he's off. Like he just paid Tommy Fury four million dollars for this fight. There is no other prospect, or no, because they, uh, Tommy didn't sign the contract to double it. Oh, that's crazy! Yeah, so he got the four million. So that by the end of the day, like, there's some champion fighters not getting no fucking four million in boxing for a fight. <laughs> like, like, like. I think he, I think he got like seven. Yeah, like. Five. All I, I know, there are some champion fighters not like fighting for a million. Like so, like like UFC is the same way. Like some UFC fighters ain't getting nowhere near the amount of money that Jake Paul is willing to offer these fighters. So like, I yeah. think he could still have a good career in that. I would like to see him in boxing. I would like him to get a little bit better. I like him to get like two years from now if he fights like a. Because the crazy thing is like the the cruiserweight champion Badu Jack. I think Badu Jack versus Jake Paul might be a 50-50 fight. And the only reason I say that is because Badu Jack is, like, 38 years old. And, like, the cruiserweight champions typically are people that are smaller weight classes that they aged, they got beat, they couldn't do nothing in that weight class anymore, so they moved the cruiserweight where there's no real competition. Like, the fucking cruiserweight champion was 38-year-old versus a 40-year-old. Like, so that's just, so like, Jake Paul in his prime, that would be a fun fight. Like, Badu Jack might crack him, 
But Jake Paul could land and crack his old ass too. So like that, that's why I think yeah. those boxing fights are still on the table, especially because he's a cruiserweight. If he weighed 147 pounds, fucking throw that boxing career in the fucking trash. Like if you're if you're in the lower weight classes, the, the fucking it's over, bro. It's, it's, you're not beating none of these upcoming boxers. But just because he's 200 pounds, that door is still open. I just hope dude takes like keeps taking boxing like serious and doesn't go back to I mean I'm sure he is because the money is there but I don't want him to see him fighting MMA guys I want I don't want to see him versus anyone else but what if it's a double fight what if it's a double fight like one in the ring I'll I'll take that because I I would like to see him in the octagon bro that would be tough I don't I just want him to see his boxing career. Like, as long, but if he admits, like, all right, I'm not gonna be doing like the real. Like, I don't want to be like a contender. I don't want to be like a. I I don't like him to get a title ever. But I'm just saying, like, if he stops going that route, then it's okay. Go fight all these other dudes for all these big checks. But I want him to see. I want to see his real boxing career and get maybe even better coaches or like keep being in the gym he's only like 26 bro like that man could really do something if he stuck it out and i will say right now you, my bad i was gonna say real quick i'll let kev go is if you gave me jake paul versus belonga right now i'm picking jake paul 10 times out of 10 i only want that i would just be worried about jake paul's chin because belonga can crack still but i know what you're saying but like jake paul is like that i feel it, it, people sleep on jake paul man i don't know I can see. I see improvement. What if Tommy Fury goes on to be world champion? I at, 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 like. Are we looking back at this differently? Uh, you are you looking at it differently, Kev? If if Tommy Fury went on like a a a run, because I mean, still undefeated, still twenty three years old. What if he goes wins a champion belt at like twenty twenty eight? Are we looking back at this fight a little differently? That's actually a great question because I I don't know because like. It depends on like when he gets it. I think. I think in like his progression, because Joe Rogan thinks he's a, like an official. Because before this fight, everybody kind of looked at him like as a sherm. Like was looking at him like, eh, he's not really like that for real. Like, and until, except Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's like, well, y'all some fucking idiots. You're a fucking idiot. Did you guys see that clip? You're a fucking idiot. He's a boxer. Look he was him. arguing with like, Dave Portnoy. Dave Portnoy was trying to say he's not a boxer. And I was like, well, he kind of is a boxer. You feel know I me? Mean? But I don't know. I really don't know how I'd look at that. Because, like, if he goes on to improve his skills, we'll look back like, oh, damn. Jake Paul not only fought a boxer, but he fought a future, a future champion. Like, that's just crazy. It's like it's like when you look at Conor McGregor's resume. Like, he beat David uh, Dave, um, Poirier way back in the day. Like, he beat Max all Holloway the- when he was a baby. Yeah, he beat all the young niggas early. Like, you feel me? Now you look... And it's just like, oh shit, yo, Cotton McGregor might be top ten. Like, I don't know, man. That boy got a resume. Yeah, yeah he just like fine wine. But it's like crazy because maybe this is what pushes Tommy Fury to say, yo, I'm a boxer and I'm actually like him. Like, let me get to it. Let me get. I to hope it. it does boost Tommy and give him confidence and he keeps going too. But hey. I don't want to see Jake Paul, you know, octagon for nothing. <laughs> you understand that, like, BJJ was invented so for smaller people to kill big motherfuckers. I don't care who you put him in the octagon with. If you're putting him against somebody that's scared, that's rest, that has practiced BJJ for 15 years, he is dying. See, my thing is with the octagons, I'm two things. One, 
Tommy Fury already a champion, boys. He's the Daria belt holder. All right. I'm out here. I was holding that shit like he won the world title. <laughs> he pulled yeah, up. He, oh, he pulled like, up to the crib with the belt still on his shoulder, bro. I was like, nah. He was wearing that during the airport. People were like, "Are you the champion?" He was saying, "Yeah." I, I, I mean, I, I think I asked Romeo Mac this question: What belt holds more weight? The W is WBC get the belt, right? Yeah, the WBC Daria belt or the WWE United States Championship. Oh, I thought you was going to say the BMF belt in UFC. No, I'm, I'm getting the United States belt. I'm getting the United States belt around my waist every time. Oh, uh, yeah, the US belt. Give me Which that. one? The old one? The, the old the one Kurt Angle on. used to rock. Oh, yeah, I'm taking that every time. Fuck yeah. all that. Yeah, but I'm not going to lie to you. Seven million came with that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. You got to remember <laughs> You got seven million. Like if you if you're not thinking about the win, you can at least think like, yo, I got seven mil in Saudi Arabia. Fuck y'all niggas. Imagine your bank That's account true. at like fucking two grand, and then all of a sudden after the Jake Paul fight, that shit says seven million and two grand. <laughs> that shit's just nutty. Right. And I don't even know what the taxes like are out there in London. Or like I know they they fought in Saudi Arabia, so I really don't know and how those taxes the go. Other part with the octagon stuff is I would want to see him in the octagon just to see how it goes, but I do agree. I the Nate Diaz fight interests me only for the reason of that will Nate Diaz actually train? Because it's similar to Ben Askren. Because like I can see Nate Diaz not giving any respect to Jake Paul in the octagon. And like he fucking just goes in there. And we've seen his brother Nick. When Nick did his comeback fight earlier last year, and he came in like 20 pounds overweight because his ass wasn't cutting weight and shit, and like then they had to make it a catch weight fight, all that shit happened. I could see Nate Diaz now retired and shit, just being like coming in heavy, a little belly on him, fucking in. Yeah. They're showing they're showing Jake Paul in the back working on the pads before the fight starts, and it goes over to Nate and his ass and the brother is like smoking some fat ass blunts on the couch watching the TV still. Like that, I just want to see how serious would Nate take it. If he takes it serious, I like him to submit him easily, especially when Jake Paul gets into wrestling control, gets a little overconfident. And next thing you know, his arm's fucking over here and he's choked out. And uh, yeah. if, but if he doesn't take it serious, I could see Jake Paul the fucking like the fucking every Jake, uh, Jake Nomega Medoff. You know what I mean? Yeah. We watched, didn't this is Nate Diaz? We're talking, I'm talking, nigga that just submitted Tony Ferguson. Nigga, nigga, no. we, over here, we over here looking at we the same person that we over here looking at, dude, and us on the side, like, oh man, all right, this is gonna be a great late round. Let's go see what Nate Diaz is doing. This is all you see, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, Jake, Paul, Jake Paul could drop him four times, but then all of a sudden, Nate Diaz stops and slaps his ass and walks off like this, like, walks <laughs> away. <laughs> Nigga, nigga, nigga will get motherfucking you. Jake Paul could literally crack him to the point where it's like, oh, shit, they almost stopped it. He's going to get up and be like, hit his wall. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that's crazy. But at the end of the day, Jake Paul is a great athlete. I respect him. He's a great businessman. And it's going to be interesting to see because I don't expect a long career out of Jake Paul. Because one thing about us is niggas is pretty out here. You feel me? You can't be fucking up your face too long and fucking up your brain too much. You feel me? So, like, I don't see him going past. How many fights is he at now? Like seven? Seven and one. I think six and one or seven and one. I don't see, but I would say I don't see him going past 10, but I really don't see him going past 15. 13, I'll meet you in the middle, 12 and a half. I don't, if that's the over under, how many fights will Jake Paul fight in his career? I'm taking under 12 and a half. All right. And that's that, a good question. 
last last thing before you head out. I didn't expect this episode to be this long, so I'm gonna uh, try to wrap it up here. Final question: Tommy Fury's now ranked at cruiserweight. I mean, Mauricio, that that fucking schemey, slimy, shady motherfucker, Mauricio at WBC. He promised Jake Paul a cruiserweight ranking. Instead, Tommy won. Tommy gets the ranking. Do you all think we talked a lot about Jake Paul and his future? I'm going to ask the question about Tommy before we head out. What do you think Tommy's future is? Is he just going to entertain the KSI Jake Paul fights because he knows like his, like his limit? Or is this a new awakening and he likes the feeling of like, oh, I'm a, I feel like a champion. Like I, I just did a pay-per-view. I just did a fucking main event. Like does this awaken him to be hungry to want more? I think I, that whole entire Fury family is some crazy motherfuckers. You feel me? If you give them boys one shine of light to go be great, they'll go do that shit. We saw Tyson Fury come back. We saw Tyson Fury beat the shit out of Klitschko, get addicted to drugs, get overweight, and come back and beat the shit out of Wilder two and a half times. So like if this he lets this fire go, he has two ways to look at this. Yo, I, I finally got the respect as a boxer. I, I'm a fucking champion. Blah, blah, blah. He's going down fast. He's only going downhill. But if he looks at it like, yo, niggas finally going to put some respect on my name. I'm 10 and 0 already. Let me keep getting better. Fuck this fight. Here, y'all keep this stupid ass belt. I'm about to go in the gym and I'm about because my dad is a fucking legendary coach. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. This is this is boxing. They don't ever throw a belt away. All right. <laughs> Even if they lose that belt, they'll walk around with that bitch. Ask David Benavidez. They're gonna rock that bitch. Now, I mean, Tommy, I gotta give this part his best camp that he put together and it showed, but I also is not trying to gas Tommy because Tommy still probably get fucked up by a lot of guys in that cruiserweight division, even though it's still pretty weak. But, but if he keeps working, like if because he got up for this fight, clearly, like there's Jake Paul, literally, you could tell that he got up for this fight, and him and his daddy put on a good camp. So as long as they maybe stay on that route, he could turn his career around. I mean, he can't even say around because he's still a young guy. He's only twenty three, five fights, six fights, whatever. But I think this definitely could be a boost, but I don't know about negotiations, though, bro, because if he goes and try to fight a scrub, is he going to try to ask for the bag now because he did this pay-per-view? So, like, I wonder how that would go. Oh, you know, for a bag. That's a good question also. Not even, like, does he even go fight a scrub after this? Like, that, is, yeah, that's another thing. Is it is is your time of fighting the O in thirties and the two in fourteen type of guys over? Yeah, with? now more eyes, more eyes might be on him. You're right. fighting a fucking trash can that is two and twenty five and gets beat up in the gym every day. So you can't be doing. Yeah, it. now it's like after this fight, is it like you have to? You're ranked in w, at WBC cruiserweight division. Like Tommy may have to fight other, like decent opponents. I would love to see Tommy Fury go on a run because the only issue I ever see with Tommy Fury is no one ever is like, when I, when I, when before the fight, I was on the, like, Tommy's a Sherm. And everywhere, the whole reason why he's a Sherm, and I was rereading it and saying the same shit, was because he didn't take boxing seriously. He was out partying all the time at clubs uh, with girls all the time instead of being like focused in the. He already had the clout. Yeah, so and he had the pretty boy reality image going. So it's like I had never heard anyone being like, Tommy can't box. 
Tommy doesn't have this. Tommy doesn't have that. Yeah, he was going to decisions with scrubs, but it was always back to the idea of, like, he's not taking it seriously. So, like, if this fight does spark the seriousness that he needed, I don't know if he doesn't have the world championship caliber level. Like, this is a fucking theory we're talking about right here. Like, so I have never heard anyone sit here and be like, oh, the reason why Tommy can't be champion is because he lacks a jab or he lacks power or he lacks footwork or he lacks speed. This motherfucker got an 80-inch reach for a fucking 170 type, 180, 170, one, like 180, 200-pound guy. 80 and he has insane reach, like a heavyweight reach. And it seemed like he has a jab that can probably work a lot of people. So I don't like really this fight changed my whole view on Tommy. Like Tommy, if he really because like we saw the pre-fight pictures of his last fight, he looked like a like a little fat, but the pre-fight pictures against Jake Paul, homeboy was cut, toned, looking fucking like a like a warrior. And I was like, if this is the Tommy Fury we get for the next five years, who knows? Uh, I fuck with it, but hey, still shout out my dog Jake, man. Oh my god, fucked up. This is a win-win fight for me because if because I thought they actually bet on the whole like you get your purse, you lose your purse, you get double. I thought they really bet on that. So like motherfucking, I was like, hey, bro. Regardless, I'm finna enjoy. I'm finna enjoy this shit. Now I enjoyed the fight. My only issue is that they're talking the rematch and like Tommy's side is talking about yeah, next fight will be a stoppage and like. I just don't think Tommy has power to stop people. So, like, you can beat people. I, I don't know. I think it's more of a boxing issue. I get tired of boxers when they talk about, yeah, I'm going to get the finish in the first three rounds. It's like, bro, shut the fuck up. Like, you haven't gotten a finish in the first three rounds in, like, six years. Like, let's just stop talking about you're going to – like, let's be realistic. Like, talk about, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to whoop his ass for eight rounds and I'll get the decision win again. Like, don't sit here and act like you're fucking Deontay Wilder all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get a stoppage in the first two rounds next time. Like, no. This is, fucking stop lying. Slow down, buddy. You got too much dip on your chip, bro. Like, relax. Hey, I'm going to need chill. I'm gonna need you to chill with the Deontay Wilder references because, like, you're going to make me start asking questions. You know, it's only been a minute since I've been on the boxing thing. We're going to turn this to a two-hour conversation, Paul. Mm-hmm. No niggas got to work in the morning. Uh, uh, yeah, so we do got work in the morning. We put in work here. The boys put in work on Sunday, which is crazy. All of us thought the fight was Saturday. I even, I got my dad ready. And next thing you know, I find out fight Sunday. But, hey, you know, that's the problem, child, for you. The um, We saw Tommy Fury get the, the – I didn't even ask this question. Did y'all think it was a split decision, or did y'all think he should have got the unanimous decision? Bro, that judge was drunk. They had my nigga Sal at that motherfucker. They, said, yeah, but they, they had they Marcus said, judging that bitch. They was like, yo, like, okay. They gave like five, they gave four or five, and I think five or six rounds of Jake Paul, that one judge. I was like, oh, what the fuck? Anytime, anytime, uh, I, anytime I see robberies outside, I think box, that's one thing about boxing outside of America. Like, there is, I do not know if there's any such thing as loyalty to the game. Like, Hey, ask Marcus. I'm with Marcus. What was my prediction on this fight? The draw, man. I when I saw the knockdown in the last round, I was like, "Oh, the draw's in. Like it's over for. Like, oh, you, all you need is a knockdown. Boxing judges are gonna do the rest." Isn't it? Wasn't it open scoring after the fourth round? It was open. Was, so after the fourth round, they would show the fighters what their judge uh, the scores were for the first four rounds. But they didn't show it till the sixth round, which I thought was weird. I thought they should have showed it after the fourth round. But in the sixth round, they showed that it was Tommy up on, like, two cards, but barely, like, by one round, and Jake was up on the other. 
So that had people like kind of like, what the fuck is that third judge seeing? Like, how the fuck is Jake up on one? But I think it's a bit of a unanimous decision, even with the knockdown. But as a man who had a bet in, the moment he got the knockdown, I was like, oh, it's boxing, baby. And Jake Paul's the pro- the owner, promoter, everything. Like, yeah, yeah. the draw is in. And, and, and then when I saw a split decision, I was like, bro, I was this close. Like, that, that's one judge is getting one less point on the card. Uh, that's actually interesting. Um, I'm not a fan of open scoring. I'm not going to lie to you. Because, like, I actually wrestle. So, like, I've seen too many motherfuckers stall out that last those last two minutes. See, I, I like open scoring, but I can see how that's an issue. We have a farter that stalls, that, that kind of uses it against them. Imagine being up 1-0 in the state semifinals. You're going to stall that bitch out in that last round. You not doing I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. Especially in boxing and MMA. Like, you know you're up. Like, oh, I'm just gonna fucking wait till the judges win. I'm uh, telling you. But all right, we kind of went over on our episode. I think it was a good ass episode, boys. I'm happy Kev got to join us on the recap. We haven't seen Kev in the oh, boxing world in probably like six months, and we haven't seen Marcus in the UFC world in about six months. So this is yeah. when two worlds collide, just like we saw with the YouTube versus boxing and Tommy Fury versus Jake Paul. And we didn't talk about it, so I'm just gonna hit it real quick. Badu Jack is your current WBC World Cruiserweight Champion. He beat Olanga Makabu. I called Jack. I think Marcus called Makabu. As always, I'm Paul Pickin' Winham. And I, this has been Totally Blitz Podcast. I'm joined with Marcus, Primetime Penley, the boxing guru, and special guest for this episode, Lil K Kev, Lil Kev, Don PYE, putting the Ks up himself, Mr. UFC. But as always, this has been Holy Blitz Podcast. This was the Fight Club. We recapped it for you, and we'll see you next time. Measurements, plug here, let them in. Passing out the medicines. We've been on that rock star regiment, knowing that I'm heaven sent, higher than I ever been.